The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus Bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 Plus. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What's up, guys? This is Talking the Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Lazzi. Uh, joined by my co-host tonight, Cole Patterson. Uh, this is all going to sound weird because I recorded a podcast the other day, and Cole and Dalton are in the middle of an ice shootout in Texas, so they couldn't record the other day, and it's just been a mess with my co-host living in Dallas, Texas, the state that can't get anything right. So Man. we're uh, we're making do, though. Um this podcast, we're going to have a very special guest on here in a little bit, uh, but we came back when, when Cole was available to record a brief intro. Um, unfortunately, RJ and Tony Casillas were not able to record their podcast uh, yesterday, so so this is probably the first one you're going to get in a few days, which means soak it up, baby. Unlike, unlike the guys in Texas right now, just soak it up. <laughs> the whole state's like shut down, man. It's, it's insane. Yeah, I've never no, seen anything like this. It it's crazy. I mean, we got some snow and some ice here in Virginia. Um, not as much as you guys, and we're a little bit more prepared for it, I think, <laughs> from what I can tell. But uh, it's been a crazy last week it's because yeah. I know the the radio stations out that way are like struggling to stream, struggling mm-hmm. to get stuff hooked up. So it's it's just been a mess. But yeah, we're making do. That's sure. if if anything over the last year hasn't taught you. <laughs> So just got to adjust and make yeah. do sometimes. So that's what we're sure. doing. But, um, Cole, I know you weren't on the show with us when I, when, when I did the podcast solo with Dwayne Eskridge. That's going to be our guest coming up here um, shortly. We were excited to have him on, though. Uh, really bummed that, obviously, Cole and Dalton weren't able to get on. He's, he's, he's exciting. Um, yeah. So, Cole, I wanted to get your thoughts on Dwayne before we have him on, and then we'll uh, we'll get on to the podcast where Dwayne joins me. Yeah, man. Um, I'm just a sucker for those little – Slot speedy receivers, you know. I just fall in love with a couple every year, and he he happens to be one of my favorites. He's a guy that you know played at a small school, but he's really taken advantage of the opportunities that you know the Senior Bowl gave him. Um, he's had some big games. He you know showcases his speed and everything, and it's just something that you know the NFL is wanting more and more of. Uh, everybody, it's a copycat league, and you know Case Kansas City's filled with four four guys. Yeah, I think he's a guy that's gonna be able to fit in right away. And yeah, I was pretty bummed not to be on the 
podcast, you know, just with <laughs> how exciting of a player he is. But I think uh, I think that people will enjoy the interview. Yeah, it, it was a good one. And again, receivers. Receivers, defensive linemen, and offensive linemen are always my favorite guys to have on because the offensive linemen and defensive linemen are always like yeah. they're kind of just big goofballs. They they're fun. They 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 chat it up real good. But receivers mm-hmm. just bring this like confidence and like alpha male mentality. Swagger, yeah, yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. it's always cool to hear them talk because you just know they're confident. And, like I've never, I really don't think I've ever had a receiver on that came off as cocky either. It's just always been like, oh, I'm confident, like. This is my ability. This is what I believe in, and like, it's just, yeah. it's gonna it's 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 nice to hear those guys chat. And and again, sure. he was, he was the same way, just very confident in his abilities. Like, I think it's so cool, and it, we'll get into this a little bit. But I think it's so cool that when you dive into his background, you see that he played corner and wide receiver in 2019 at the same time. Like, he was a starting mm. corner and a starting receiver it's on that impressed. team. Insane. Yeah. Like that just doesn't happen nowadays. Mm-hmm. So. I think that shows his maturity. That shows his growth. Mm-hmm. Um, that shows just how much of a you know. And, and again, we talk about it. You'll get into it. You'll hear. But like he was like, man, like when they told me that, I was ready to leave. You know, I was ready to you know transfer somewhere because I didn't want to play mm-hmm. corner. I'm a receiver. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's really cool that he really kind of oh, humbled sure. himself and was like, this could help me. And uh, it, it's a really great interview. So we're gonna dive into that now. Um, and we're excited to have uh, him on, so we're going to dive into that now. Neither of my co-hosts could join me today, but I am joined by a very special guest. Is Dwayne Eskridge, Western Michigan wide receiver, is on the show to talk about his preparation for the NFL draft, uh, his career in Western Michigan, as well as some other things as well. Really excited to have him on. Dwayne, man, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. For sure, man. I'm excited to have you on. One of my favorite uh, wide receiver prospects in this class. Um, re- really, I think wide receiver is my favorite position to evaluate just because it's so nuanced. There's so many different things that go into it. I want to get mm-hmm. into all that, but I know you're just probably getting back settled into your training facility, coming back from Mobile. Um, I know that week was a whirlwind for you, but uh, can you take us through that week, kind of how that whole week went for you? Obviously, you had a big week in Mobile, but some of the highs, mm-hmm. maybe some of the lows, just how that whole week went for you. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a great week, you know. Um, it was I felt like um, with every day with COVID and stuff, it was kind of hard to mentally prepare what it was gonna look like. So you know, a lot of us guys that got there, you know, how everything was healed, you know, it was a test mentally, physically, and emotionally, you know. And I just, you know, it, it further gave me some more confidence about, you know, I'm saying this process about how I'm really built for this, you know. But it, it was a great time, you know, great competition out there, you know. I made a lot, I met a lot of great people. You know, Jim Nagy, including stuff, you know, great events that he always held, um, holds every year, you know, and I was I was really grateful to, to be down there, you know, I won chance for the world where everything, the ups and the downs, the good and the bad. And, and this really isn't for you, but I feel like for what a lot of people consider like smaller wide receivers who are, you know, look to be projected into the slot, I feel like you went there and proved like all the questions wrong, like can he beat press? Can you run multiple routes out of the slot? Can you win from the outside? And, like, I feel like going in, like, as a person who evaluates receivers, the, the big questions are, do they have ball skills? Can they catch the ball away from their frame? You know, they're not these big, strong. Can they win at the catch point? Can they win in these competitive situations? I feel like you showed all of that throughout one-on-ones, throughout teamwork, throughout the game. Like, I felt like you answered a lot of those prototypical, like, oh, the, the undersized wide receiver questions. Um, was that something you really wanted to show, was like you could win in those contested sessions, uh, contested catches situations, could show your developed route tree? Like, going into that week, what was, like, the one thing you are trying to prove uh, down in Mobile? 
Yeah, so that, that's a great question. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to make sure I checked every box because, you know, I kind of knew the stereotypes that's coming in about me. Like, I can only run a goal. I can only <laughs> run a slant. I can only run post. Like, those are three routes right there. And I'm like, how can I only run three? You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I kind of I kind of knew that coming in, and obviously about the size, and then I knew um, once measurements came out, um, when it came to my height, my weight, my hand size, you know, I already knew that those were gonna be some things that you know that kind of it's a question mark. Right. So you know what I'm saying. So once, so you know, I, I didn't let it get to me. I, I I listened to the noise, but I didn't really let it consume me. So I just knew that I had to go in with a plan. So like when we did one on ones. Like the third, the I don't think I ran a goal each day. You know, mm-hmm. I was I was specifically talking about let's run anything intermittent, um, slot wide receiver, anything like that, just to showcase that I'm a full route street. You know, and I it, it was kind of odd to me, honestly, just because of my film this year that I put out. You know, I was running every single route street. You know, I right. know the competition and the math is it is what it is, but you know, I'm a competitor, so you know, I just went in with a with a level mindset of knowing that the person that was in front of me, you know, you may get me, but I'm going to win at the end of the day. Right. That's kind of what you talked about, just like the stereotypes of being that slot wide receiver. That's the funny thing. Yeah. That's, what, that's what you mentioned as, but when you turn on your tape from this year, like, you didn't play a ton of slot. Like, you're playing a boundary a lot. I mean, you played in yeah. inside-outside, but, like, you played a lot on the outside. And, like, mm-hmm. I think that was the thing that, I, you know, when I was, like, first getting into the process of this season and starting to watch some guys, like, they are like, oh, Dwayne Estridge will be a good slot option. I'm like, yeah, he probably will be. But, like, he can play outside, too. Like, he's not just a guy yeah. who just has to play in the slot. <coughs> he needs those free releases. He needs, you know, a, a smaller corner on him. Like, you were able to, you know, really go up and get the football away from some of the bigger corners on the boundary. And, and that was what was yeah. impressive on your tape. And like I said, I think going into Mobile, you really showed and answered a lot of those questions that a lot of people exactly. had. But I don't even think they were warranted because of what your tape showed from this year. Mm-hmm. But I'm just curious from a wide receiver perspective – like, if somebody who evaluates a senior bowl, it's always like, yeah, the one-on-ones are more, you know, based towards the wide receivers. Like, it's easier for them to win. But then when you get on those seven-on-sevens and team stuff, that's where it really stands out to me, like, who has the talent and maybe, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit quicker than the guy across from I think you stood out in those areas, too. Was it important for you to kind of not only win on those one-on-ones, but when they went to seven-on-seven and team drills really show, like, it doesn't matter if the safety's over the top or if he's down in the box. Like, I'm going to make him miss. I can do this. I can do that. Like, I just feel like you showed – you answered so many questions that week. I think that a lot yeah. of people Yeah, definitely. That was, that was definitely um, one of my tests, um, seven on sevens and team. That's, that's just kind of like the regular season type stuff. Like, that's right. what we did at um, Western – um, with one-on-ones, they're important, you know, obviously for the com- competition standpoint, you know, but we are at, a, at an advantage for sure because right. I play corner, so I know lining up against somebody when it's you in the bull ring, you know, it's, it's hard, especially guarding somebody like me. So I, I kind of knew that as well. Um, and then I just wanted to make sure I keep straining it along when it came to seven-on-seven and, um, and team periods, you know, because they're talking to the coaches, they were talking about um, if you don't get the ball, you know, just just make sure that you get separation or right. you're beating your guy, you know, because all film shows up, you know, and I just I took that and ran with it every time I lined up against somebody. I'm trying to beat them and score with it, really. And I really want to get into that when we talk about the career of Western Michigan because I feel like that stood out to me a lot, too, watching a lot of the All-22 film is even when the ball wasn't coming your way, 
you were creating separation, you were open, you were blocking, which is something that really impressed me with your game is just how physical as a blocker as you were too. So I want to get all, into all that in a little bit. But, but man, really good week down in Mobile. I know that week's crazy with all those. I'm sure there wasn't as much media as there normally is down there, but with all the media, all the meetings, all the practicing, it's just a crazy week. So really good job. Uh, really enjoyed all the, the film that came out of Mobile. Um I wanted to kind of move on a little bit. So where are you currently training at right now? Um, and, and where, what are you kind of working on? I know you're probably getting ready for your pro day. Um, we'll talk about that too, but where are you at right now training? Uh, I'm in Tampa, Florida. I'm uh, training with Yo Murphy. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. yeah, I know. So there's probably not a bunch of ice and snow on the ground in Tampa, Florida right now, right? Nah. <laughs> Everywhere else in the country, it seems to be. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm in, crazy. I'm in Virginia and we've gotten like, snow ton of ice over the last few days so yeah yeah my mother she lives in um arkansas she wow. lives in Je- uh jacksonville arkansas and she showed me it looked like it's a blizzard in arkansas That's i know crazy. everybody down there is freaking out right now my, my co-host lives in, in dallas texas and they're like mm-hmm. they're flipping out because it's like two degrees yeah. hours out and they're like dude we're not yeah. used to this <laughs> that's why i couldn't join exactly, the day. Yeah. like our power keeps going <laughs> on and off so yeah um, that's crazy yeah, nice. the South is not prepared for any type of weather increment no, <laughs> at all. <laughs> not at all, not at all. And I'm sure you're used to that weather playing at Michigan. Yeah, so that's that's a good Definitely. good thing. Um, but so I know you're probably down at Yo Murphy working on a lot of like combine stuff, getting ready for your your pro day. Uh, when is your pro day? March 27th. Okay, and do you have a idea? Are you going to be doing everything at your pro day? Do you have any idea, kind of what what you will be, what you won't be doing? Um, I'm not too sure on that. Um, I know going to Western Michigan um, that I'm going to have to find a quarterback. Um, and that might – I don't know if I really want to stress that too much because um, I know the best quarterback that is the best option there, he's still at Western playing, so he won't be able to throw to me, my quarterback from last year. So I don't really know too many other people that's just been working like that. So I don't know. I don't know exactly how that's going to go. But, yeah, okay. I, I, I'm, I'm intending on doing everything. It's just, you know, if, if it allows me to do it with the people that are there, then right. I'll, I'll for sure do everything. But, like, testing related as far as all the running and jumping, you plan on doing everything there? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Cool, yeah. cool. And I know your speed's probably the, the biggest thing that people love. I mean, really not a whole lot to not like about your game, but they, they see the explosiveness, they see the speed mm-hmm. throughout your routes, you know, after the catch. Do you have any goals you kind of set for what you want to run your 40 in? Yeah, four two nine. Four two nine. Wow, I'm yeah. I'm glad you shared that because a lot of people are like, ah, I don't want to put it out there. But have you, yeah. have you have you is that something that you've been working on hitting, or is have you ran faster than that, and that's just kind of a goal that you're hoping to hit? Like where where did that number come from? Um, so it it really just kind of came to me, really. Um, because I kind of the only thing that I really lacked is because I didn't do it. I did. I never learned how to run a forty. Right. I ran track. I ran a hundred, right. two hundred, all that. But it's so much different when you not in blocks. So like the details in the first ten yards are crazy. Right. Um. So then just working with Yo. Um. And then I did run a four three three two or three years ago. Um, so I kind of just put those hand in hand about, and then how much I'm getting better already out here, you know. So I felt like four two nine is a sweet spot, you know. For sure. And I feel like I can either I can definitely do better, um, better than four two nine actually is my start as well. But I definitely feel like I'll be around that area. 
Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Property Podcast. We've got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Awesome. Yeah, and obviously that's blazing. Um, it, it's it's rare for anybody to run in those those even the four threes is hard for a lot of people to hit nowadays. So man, that would be yeah. that would be huge, and that'd be really. Exactly. Um, it's it's a bummer that obviously we're not going to see it on the NFL Network like we have been at the combine, but I, yeah, these pro days are going to be hectic. But I can't wait for some of that information to start coming out because it, it's yeah. it's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, it's going to be nice. So, man, I, I want to get into just the career at Western Michigan. Obviously, you had a really, really impressive career there. Um, the first thing I want to talk about, and you touched on it a little bit, is you flipped back and forth between corner and wide receiver throughout your career mm-hmm. there. Um, whether that was because of injury concerns in the secondary, you'd move over to corner. Like, can you take us through that whole process? Was there – how tough was that to kind of do both? Because you did both in 2019, correct? You played corner and wide receiver? Yep. And just take us through that because obviously that means you're doing twice the meetings, you're going to you know twice the drills, twice the work really. Just take us through how that hall went because you don't hear about that much anymore. People playing both yeah. sides of the hall, playing you know corner and receiver. It's got to be it's got to be hopeful in some ways, like you said, kind of mm-hmm. being able to know how to set things up and know how to win in certain ways. But like just take us through the whole process of playing two positions in one year. Uh, yeah, it was it, it was definitely tough um, just because I had I played safety um, in high school. I didn't know coverages or anything, so I was literally a see ball get ball type of guy. So and then I played running back coming out of high school, so I was recruited as a running back to Western Michigan. And then they moved me to receiver. So that's kind of how my whole um, career has went, honestly. But yeah, um, coming in 2019, that's my true senior year. Um, coach, I brought it up, said that a scout said that it was further help benefit my draft stock if I moved to corner, maybe showed my versatility in some forms or some way. Um, I definitely I did not want to do it. Um, you know, I was going through a lot during that time, um, just thinking about either leaving or what. But I didn't graduate, so you know, I just felt like it was God telling me that I need to sit down and just reap what I sow. I got it. I got to do it. So then we had a good coach. He came in. You know, we did we did so many meetings in the beginning. Like I. The first two weeks, like, it was just, I believe, like, everything from square one to square ten, you know, we was in there all day, every day, before meetings, after meetings, all of that, just kind of just learning the movement. Because the hardest part for me was learning the movement and not being as explosive all the time like I was on offense. Um, So it, it, was, it was definitely a process. Um, I think I did corner 
what the first the whole spring practice I was doing one on ones at DB and then I was doing one on ones at wide receiver too. So it was taxing for sure, but I loved it. You know, it was just like there was never a time that I felt like I was sitting down. So you know, I was just working with the wideout coach. You know, we were still going over the cues. I was pretty familiar with their offense. So, and then they kind of had it in packages just for me. So, you know, the film during that spring and that camp was just nuts. Like, I feel like that was the best film that I ever put on <laughs> on tape, right. at wide receiver and that DB, you know, at the same time. So, you know, I just – I give a lot of credit to my um, my position coach, you know, because we went – we did a lot of hidden hours that, you know, I know coaches, you know, they already <laughs> – they're, they're already stressed for time, you know. We was in right. the nighttime, we was in the morning, so you know, I, I give a lot of credit to him. And you know, it was just, it was a grind, you know. But it was, it was fun, you know. I learned more about a receiver than I think I did um, actual DB, you know, kind of in a broad sense. You know, right. I had to learn more with DB, but I learned more from wide receiver, if that makes sense. For sure, and that was actually going to be my next question is I felt like in those meetings you're probably like, oh, so I can do this now to make them think this. And yeah. Then, you know, it's, I'm it's sure. Yeah. The biggest part was just for me understanding coverages because I always kind of just put that under the rug, you know, because, like, me playing, like, most of my career at Western, I played Z, and that was the widest guy to the field. So it was right. like I didn't necessarily have to read coverages. All I had to know was if they're in cover two, right. if they're a man, or if they're in zone. Like, I didn't have to worry about the safety. I didn't have to worry about the alley. I didn't have to worry about any of those types of things. So when I went to the corner and I started having to realize and learn those things just to be able to flow within the defense, you know, that that helped me excel. For sure. And one thing that I really picked up on your film, I noticed a lot at the senior bowl too, but on your film this past year, one thing I noticed is how good you pick up on, like, corners blind spots like you're able to get into that spot that they're just not able to really adjust in or see you in and then I feel like you do a good job of breaking out of that and really that's where you create a lot of your separation is by attacking those corners blind spots is that something that you might have picked up in in those corner meetings too of like okay we don't want to get in this position with our eyes or our feet or our body because then we're not able to react to this way that way or this way yeah yeah it, it, I definitely did learn that because um, losing losing a wide receiver um, at DB, you know that's that's a scary that's a right. scary time depending on what you're in. So you know I, I definitely use that. But I um I wide receivers because my freshman year he kind of we kind of just did all of that type of stuff. Right. Um, because they were they were very analytical about everything. Everything was detailed oriented all the time. Gotcha. So I, I definitely picked that up from there, and then as the years went on, I just refined it. Um, so yeah, I probably say that's the best way to explain that. And I know you, you mentioned it earlier about how you a lot of people talked about you being a go-route guy, a slant-route guy, or post-route guy. And Obviously, you ran those routes to Western Michigan. Uh, you guys ran a lot of RPO-based offense, so you were running a lot of quicker slants and, and some deeper posts and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, is there a play – I mean, I know I know it's not up to you, but, like, if Dwayne Eskridge is calling the plays, and he's like, all right, I know Dwayne Eskridge is on the field, what route are we going to call? What player are we going to call here? Because we know he's going to win that. Like, what's your favorite route to run when that play call comes in? You're just like, all right, I'm, I'm taking this the distance, or I'm, I'm going to fool this corner. You know, I'm going to put him on, on a poster. I would probably say a slant. That's definitely the first one that comes to my head. And then really like a stop or a comeback, you know, because I feel like I got violent hips to be able to get out faster than a DB, even if they're looking at me. Um, so my, I'll, I'll definitely say a slant, though, just because it's, it's simple. You know, right. when you get in, you, you either got a couple releases that you can do, and then it's all about you got eight yards, and then depending on where you're at, you got 80 more to go. 
So, you know, I always like just having the ball in my hand with space. So any type of quick anything. Yeah, we're we're uh, the guys who host this podcast. We do a lot of Cowboys coverage too, and we're obviously big fans of Amari Cooper. And he's made that slam. Yeah, route. I mean, he could. Yeah. you could. He could run that route every single time and get open every single time and pick exactly. every single time. It's it's probably, in my opinion, the best route in football. But it just I, I agree. It's super I simple, agree. but it's just like it's hard to defend because you you have exactly. to kind of sell for vertical because a lot of the release they're selling vertical make mm-hmm. the make the DB think you're going vertical until you're not, and then when you're not, it's mm-hmm. just quick and the ball's out. So it's uh yeah, it's, you it's can't like, stop it. Yep. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Um, like I said, really, really impressed with your film over the last few years at Western Michigan. I was really impressed with the story of, like you said, being able to play corner, and that's just that's hard. I mean, again, for anybody yeah. who's played football at any level, they know that learning both sides of the ball, especially at the collegiate level, um, at a high level, is something that a lot of people can't and, and can't, won't do. Um, so I think that's huge. I think that just like you said, not really wanting to, but just knowing, like, Okay, you know, if people who I trust are telling me this could benefit, and I'm going to do it. And it sounds like it yeah. really did come out, you know, on the positive end for for you. So, really, really everything. Um, I really wanted to get kind of away from football a little bit now and talk a little bit about just you, your personal life. Um, I I love getting into this segment because so many people just see a guy with their helmet on, and that's all they want to visualize. Yeah. I want to get to know the person a little bit too. So, like outside of football, what are what are you really interested in? What are your hobbies? What do you enjoy doing? Yeah, so it's really not too much, honestly. Um, I felt like I've been living a COVID lifestyle before COVID. You know, I kind of just stay out the way. <laughs> but I, I love fishing, um, you know, anything type of outside, you know, any type of events like that. You know, I, I love that type of stuff. Um, I like cooking steaks a lot. Uh-oh. Um, Yeah, I love that type of stuff. Movies. Um, and yeah, that's pretty, other than that, yeah, like spending time with family. Um, My girlfriend, she's a big part of my life. So, you know, the things that we get into outside of the football realm and the professions that we're chasing, you know, that that pretty much takes up all of my time, really. You know, I just kind of like to just chill, really get my mind off of everything that's really going on, really. That That's always a positive throughout this process. When we talk to teams and stuff like that at the senior bowls, they're always like, yeah, we like the guys who don't like to do a whole lot. You know, the people who yeah. like going out and <laughs> Party yeah. all the time, like eh, that doesn't normally sit well because we we don't have time to do that in the National Football League. So yeah, it's exactly. Not, it sounds like your hobbies will fit in well with what's going to happen here at the next level. Um, exactly. Yeah, I only need a small little slot for me to be me to be good. <laughs> what, what kind of fishing do you like to do? Um, so I so I was more so just like the ponds, and I don't really get into the lakes. I, right. I really couldn't fish that much in Michigan just because of. I don't like being on a big body of water. You know, I like to catch fish. I don't like to go out there and just throw, the, <laughs> throw it out there. <laughs> so yeah. it was kind of hard in that area. Um, so, I, yeah, I like bass, catfish, brim, um, like crappie, you know, all cool. the country stuff. But, I'm, but I am trying to get on the ocean while I'm in Tampa go deep sea fishing. There you go. One time. Yeah. There you go. I, I, I like that. You, you said I don't like the whole the whole being out in the water working for it. I just like reeling them in. That's the, that's yeah, the yeah, I'm a is out on my reel in the water, so I'm not getting none of that. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. I heard that. Well, cool, man. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, one final question I got for you, and we'll get you out of here. Is I really just wanted you to get you to kind of give you a, a you know a, a review of who you are as a player, as a person, what a team's going to get uh, in you when they do draft you. Just for people listening that might not be familiar with you or haven't watched you yet, what what is the team going to get in Dwayne Eskridge when they when they turn in that card on draft day? Uh, they definitely gonna get a silent leader. You know, I'm definitely a person that kind of leads by example. You know, what I do, 
like my job and what I do in this football thing, you know, I that's what I do. You know, I don't I don't cut corners, I don't do anything of that nature. You know, and I feel like I have a lot of people that follow behind me and I feel like it'll happen in the league as well. Um and then grit really, you know, I'm a gritty dude. Um, you know what I'm saying? It kinda means it means different things, you know, but you know, I I bring grit to the table and then um dynamic, you know. I bring the dynamic to the table. I can do multiple different things. Like it's my only job, you know. I can, I can do things at a high level when it comes to my body explosiveness and things of that nature. So I feel like whoever drafts me, you know, it's gonna we're gonna work well together. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And and like that was a great picture. Just the the grit obviously shows up in the blocking. I mean, again, you just you don't see a lot of receivers that look like they enjoy blocking, but it's like I feel like when you don't have the football in your hands and you're involved in a play, you like it, you enjoy it, um, and that shows mm-hmm. up. And then obviously ability, the explosiveness, the speed, the, the ball skills, the catch radius, like it's all there. A uh, guy can play inside, outside. We didn't even talk about your, your ability on special teams, which I think is, is really impressive as well as a kickoff return guy. Um, I think you can make that that big big impact as well. Um, I just think watching your tape, everyone I feel like nowadays is looking for that next Tyreek Hill style of receiver, mm-hmm. the guy that they can just get the football in their hands, you know, whether it's behind the line of scrimmage, two yards down the field or 20 yards down the field and let them make a play, and I feel like that's really exactly. kind of your game. Um, mm-hmm. And we're seeing that 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 happen more and more nowadays with the, the style of receivers that are coming into the league. So def- well, definitely, definitely. definitely love the game, love love everything that we're hearing, and we can't wait to follow you throughout the process. I, d- I didn't even get I was going to ask you, you know, about your relationship with Corey Davis, but I don't want to keep you too much longer, I'm, I'm sure. Oh, uh, yeah, you're good. That's my guy, though. That's my guy. You were I coming in as he was leaving, if I'm not mistaken, yep. right? So, yeah, he was he was my mentor that year. You know, I learned a lot of things from him that year that I still, sure. you know, I still do to this day, really. Sure, I'm sure he he was a, he was a good dude coming out. I remember uh, talking to him sometime as he was coming out of Western Michigan. So yeah, I was really excited to get you on, talk to another Western Michigan player, um, and like I said, get Definitely. get you on the show and talk talk a little bit about your ability. Can't wait to see that pro day coming up here. I guess that's just yes, a so. way, and we'll be we'll be keeping an eye on some of those numbers because we think they're going to be really really impressive. Most definitely. Yeah, I appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Thanks, Dwayne. We'll uh, we'll talk soon, and good luck throughout the process. All right, appreciate it. Have a good one. All right, you as well.